This message you're about to listen to was recorded live at the Redeemed Christian Church of God, the Throne Room Parish, Transcorp Hills in Abuja. I don't know if the word restoration is, is something that, that uh, Pastor T uses very often. This morning I was excited when he talked about restoring people and he did not talk to me about what to speak about today. He, we didn't talk about it. But when he started talking about restoration this morning, it was obvious that God is in this place. Amen? I've titled my message, Get Ready, It Is Restoration Time. Somebody give God a praise this morning. I said, get ready, it is restoration time. Restoration means getting back that which you've lost. Getting back that which you've lost. I checked out a few definitions, and one of them says is the act of returning something to a former owner, a place or condition. This is synonymous with repairing, fixing, when you fix things, electronics, or you mending or refurbishing something, reconditioning or rehabilitating, rehabilitating a building. It was also said to be the process of repairing or renovating so as to restore to its original state. Like returning a, a, a monarch, a monarch king to his throne, or a president that has been overthrown to his power. Amen? I don't know what you've lost. I don't know what you're struggling with. But I want to say this morning, it's time to take back. Amen? Somebody say, I'm taking my, my decision back. I am taking, I'm taking my destiny back. Oh, you're not working with me this morning. You have to respond to me. Amen? I know you don't know me, but this morning when I speak, or anywhere I speak, I make proclamations. I make pronouncements. When I make it, you will have testimonies. So you have to flow with me in spirit so that you can connect and receive this morning. How many of us know that Satan always intercepts when God wants to help you? When you pray, you're a powerful servant of God. You walk in his house. How many of us know that you're a target of the enemy? Reading the book of Daniel chapter 10, Daniel had prayed and God had given an answer. And what happened? The career of his answer was stopped, was intercepted by the prince of Persia. And he could not fight. He fought with him for 21 days until the warrior Michael came and delivered him. Brothers and sisters, that is the war we are at. The Satan, the enemy, the arch enemy is always against the people of God. But this morning... Whatever he has taken from you, whatever he has intercepted, restoration is coming your way. In the name of Jesus. Today we look at the act of restoration. But that means there was something good in the beginning. There was good hope. There was, there was beauty. There was a good appearance. There was a strong stance in God before something happened. There was a fall. There was a loss. There was a change. Brokenness that happened that made you cry. That made you sad. That makes you think that you are nobody anymore. That is where many of us were. 
Or some people are still there today. This morning I want to tell you that God can deliver you in the name of Jesus. I tell you, this, this service is a wonderful one. After I prepared my message last night and I, I was about to lay down, you know how your light goes off and down, up and down here. So when the light came, I said, let me go lay down before they take it again so that I can get some sleep. So once I laid down, I said, God, give me a revelation for tomorrow morning. And I had not slept. It was just, it, it was so transitory that as I just closed my eyes, it was like I was in an orchard. A big plantation of, an, of orange, an orange plantation. The oranges were so fully grown and a lot of fruits hanging down on them. And there was this lady carrying a, a, a white, a white um, container. A white basin. It was so beautiful. So many fruits hanging from the oranges. And I said, God, thank you. Because today's service, the the harvest is ripe. People shall receive this morning in the name of Jesus. Let's take a look. Where was man in the first place? So, and I say that for you to connect, to tell you that God is doing something this morning. And I know that there will be testimonies. Amen? Where was man in the first place? What was his position? How powerful was he? In Genesis chapter 1 verse 26, after God created man and did every good thing, he asked man to have dominion and power and authority to subdue the earth. Man was happy. Man was beautiful. Man was in charge. Man was in direct communication with God. When you have dominion, you have authority. When you speak, it comes to pass. Sickness has no power over you. There is no situation that you cannot overcome. Poverty is not your portion. You are a king. You have authority and power. All the riches of the earth belong to you when you have that dominion. But what happened? Satan sneaked in and started to cause confusion. Distorted the word of God and deceived Eve, the the, the wife of Adam. And man was kicked out from the presence of God. But Jesus came that we might be restored to our original position. Amen? That's why Christ came, that we might be restored. We might come back to our original place. But in that condition, broken and down, we lost our kingship. We were kings and queens, princes and princesses. But we lost our crowns. We can no longer rule. We run after the things that should be running after us. People are running after money, running after wealth. Running from pillar to post to get treated. When sickness originally was not your portion, you had abundance, you had everything. But now, because we lost that position, the things that belong to us, we're running after them. But the time of restoration has come. I said the time of your restoration has come. Brothers and sisters, this is a time 
that may appear to be difficult, there may appear to be a dangerous time. Of course it is in the world, but Christians are special. We are peculiarly peculiar people. There is the surrounding, the, 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 the surrounding of God, the presence of God that surrounds us. That's why we hold on to that word that many shall, thousands shall fall by our side, ten thousand by our right hand, but it shall not come near us. Amen? That is the word this morning. Now we are in pain. Many are in agony, living in, in poverty, sad, tormented by the enemy, sickness. And all friends have abandoned you. All the people who thought, who you thought would be helpers to you, they run away from you. Like Job, you, because you are a liability to them. When you call them, they don't pick your phone. If they pick it by accident, where I'm coming from, if they pick it by accident, they say, hey man, I'll call you right back. They're never going to call you back. I'll call you right back. Right back, they'll never call you. Because they know you are a liability to them. But this morning, God will restore you. And when after God restores you, you will see a difference. Amen? Brothers, sisters, I want you to know that you're special. But in that situation of brokenness, you have had so much scars all over you. You have scars on your head, on your side, every part of your body, your heart, because things are not working. So much blemish. They don't call you by your names anymore. They call you, they describe you by the problems you're having. That brother that speaks so much grammar but doesn't have a job. He has a PhD but he does not have a job. He is a preacher but he doesn't have a car. She is so beautiful but yet she's not married. What do they describe you with? But this morning, after God restores you, there will be a difference in your name. Don't worry. All those who have not been picking up your phone call, they will pick it now. Tell your neighbor, you better shake me right now because I'm going somewhere. Tell him, tell him, tell him because I'm becoming a new man. I'm coming out. After my restoration, you'll be looking for my phone number. Amen? I want to tell you that whatever the situation is, restoration is coming. You're coming out of that situation today. That conflict with your husband, with your mother, with your father will be over today. It is restoration time. I said, what time is it now? It's restoration time. What time is it? Restoration takes a process. Man has fallen and come short of the glory of God. But what do we need to do? Christ has died, crucified, and buried, and he rose again, and he seated at the right hand of God. What we need to do is to go back to God. And I know my country, Nigeria, is a tough place to live. It's a tough place to live in. One of the most expensive places in the world. I can't believe what is going on here. I don't know how you guys make it. It is a tough place. But I know that a change is coming. God is going to deliver this country. There's problem all over the world. But I see, I see the hand of God in this place. We are great worshipers. We, are, we worship God from the bottom of our heart. Despite the difficulties, despite the shortcomings. 
This is a great church. Look at the lighting. Look at everything. I go to some churches in Nigeria. It is so hot. You can't even put on a suit. It's so hot, but people are joyfully praising God. People are so... I went to the church in my hometown, and it was so hot, but yet people were carrying little things, yam, plantain, and all that, and they were bringing the little they had, they're bringing it to God. That is worshiping of God. And there is no way God will not answer such people. In, in America, in, in, the, in, in the advanced world, the, the churches are beautiful, air conditioners, everything, yet we're looking for people to come. They say, we're crazy. We're crying. Why are you crying when you're in church? Come on, man. Why are you crying? Something's wrong with you. They don't know. But they don't know that we cry because we are connected to a king of kings. They don't know that we cry because of the attachment to Christ. Sunday mornings, that's when people wake up to go wash their cars, detail the cars, and clean the cars. They abandon the giver and they worship the gift. But in this country, we worship God. And God cannot abandon us. Those of us who ran away, we will come back in Jesus' name. God will help us so that we can come back. It is tough to come back, but we will. Amen? The process of restoration. Go back to God. Accept that you are broken and fallen. Then go back to God and see what he will do. The first step is what you've done, coming to church. And I don't want you to come to this place and just not gain anything. Worship God, get something. And when you leave, you leave with the hand of God upon you. Because you can come and dance and get all the hype and leave you and your life is still the same. But today I want you to connect to the word of God. There is the power of God in this place. Do not trivialize it. Do not take it as common because you are here every Sunday. Every time I come here, I get blessed. Amen? There was a certain man that had two sons in the Bible. Luke chapter 15. He was rich. And the younger one woke up and said, give me my rights and let me take it. And he took it. The Bible says he went to a far country and he was living a riotous life. He was living a life like there was nothing. There was no end. And what happened? The money finished. He ran out of cash. There was no, nothing else to do. He was in a strange land. Meanwhile, his father was full of a lot in his house. His father was rich. But the Bible says one day his senses came back to him. As people who have fallen and are broken, who have sinned and come short of the glory of God, we must come to our senses to go back to God. And that man, he says, I, I will go back to my father's house. And we say, I have sinned against you. He went back and the Bible says his father accepted him. So the number one thing to do to get restoration is go back to God. How many of us are living riotous lives? How many of us treat our wives like they are trashes? How many of us treat our servants and our drivers and our people who help us like they are nobody? How many of us, because God has blessed us, we don't care about the neighbors? Brothers and sisters, our God is always there watching over you. Everyone that God has sent your way, 
You must take care of them. Number two, get rid of distractors. There are people who must get away from your life. There are things and people you must keep away from. Get rid of distractors. Separate yourselves from them. And see God begin to manifest in your life. The prodigal son made the move. He went back to his father. He separated himself from the far country. And he was able to get back to his father. The Bible in in 1 Kings chapter 18, Elijah had to kill, had to kill the prophets of Baal. He needed to get rid of them before the manifestation of the power of God could happen. He got rid of them. He killed all of them. Then he made a pronouncement to Ahab. He said, for there is a sound of abundance of rain. There are people you must get rid of in your life. I'm not saying go kill somebody. No, but you have to walk away. These are people who you think you cannot do without. You know, we have friends who are we attached to. People who went to medical school with me, some of them, if they know that I'm a preacher today, they look at me and they say, man, you sure you're preaching the right thing? Because they knew me. I was one of the boys on the block. I was one of those guys who, you know, moved around on campus, did everything that you all did. Come on, don't feel like I'm the worst guy. You all did that. So, but God found me out. God delivered me and put me in a position where I can work for him. But of course, I yielded myself to be a tool to serve God. It does not matter where you were. It doesn't matter what you've done before. Take that step and come to him and he will accept you. He will cleanse you and put you in the right place and put you in the position where you can work for him. Amen? We must get rid of distractors. There are some of my friends, I call them, I just say, hey, how you doing, man? I don't call them back. Let's hang out. No, I don't do that no more. I'm not part of that anymore. And even if I have, the, I have the, 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 the strong conviction to go with them, I can sit there, they can drink, they can do what they're doing, but I will not do it because I know that my life should be an example. Amen? Number three, endure and believe God. Hold on, hang in there and trust God and he will restore all your wasted years. You have to, there is a time of endurance. There is a training time. There is a movie Denzel Washington acted in. It's called Training Day. You have to go through a training time. There will be that time when you say, where is God? Where is God? God has abandoned me. But what has happened is this. You're going through a training. You will not die. You're sitting there struggling. God is watching over you. And Satan cannot kill you because he wants you to do something. God, you are a a tool for God. God is going to watch over you. If somebody wants to harm you, he will say, get out of here. Leave this one. This one is going through a training. Somebody wants to touch you, he will drive them away. And he will keep you. You will go through that training until when it is time for you to arrive, God will pick you up and redress you and stand you on a pedestal because when you're going through that training time people will say oh that one is finished and he says he's a christian that one sings in the choir he's a preacher does he pay his tithes he doesn't pay his tithes that's why he's going through all that no you're going through a training time you're going through pruning some of us may be pastors but we are so big We are more than everybody else. We may be workers in church, but nobody can talk to us. We may be rich people. God has blessed us money-wise, but yet we are not broken. There will be a pruning time. God will remove the excess 
excesses in your life so that you can stand firm and serve him. Amen? So endure and believe God and trust in him. And once that happens, God will restore you. Amen? Prayer and power. Prayer. The power of prayer is the greatest asset for restoration. Elijah prayed. After, after he killed the, 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 the servants of Baal, the Bible said he prayed, he knelt down, he put his head on his knees and he prayed. He prayed and he prayed and he sent his servant. Go and check. The servant went and said, Oh God, I see nothing. He came back. He said, go again and check. The seventh time he said, yes, I see a little cloud like the hand of man. He prayed persistently. He did not stop. He continued to pray. James chapter 5, I believe, around verse 16 says, that the effectual fervent prayer of the righteous man availeth much. Pray without ceasing. It doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't matter what you're going through. Just continue to pray and trust God. When I arrived at the shores of America many years ago, I was working for an Iranian man. And everything he told me, I said, boss, God will do it. One day he told me, he said, listen, if that your God doesn't do it, abandon him. He said, abandon him. I said, okay, that's wonderful. I loved it. I felt so excited when he said it. He did not know why I was feeling excited. Because that's a strong word. To abandon God. I say, okay, God, you heard what this guy said. But you know I'm not going to abandon you. But shut his mouth with my success in this land. And I tell you, many years later, he called me. He said, my son wants to be a doctor. No, no, I want my son to be a doctor. But he's not, he's not thinking about it. He's thinking of something else. Can you talk to him, please? But by then, God has stepped in and picked me up from the low place where the man said I should abandon God and put me on a pedestal. Now the man comes to me to give advice to his son. That was the man who told me to abandon God, brothers and sisters. Now he comes to me, says, advice my son. That is the way God works. When you're going through a training, people will come to you and tell you all kinds of things. We read about Job. You think Job was the only man that went through that? A lot of people go through that. And I know there are brothers and sisters sitting right here. People have told you, what are you doing in throne room? That is nothing. Come and I will show you the way of success. I will show you how I made it. But you say, no. I trust God. I might not have anything today. I might be poor. I might be sleeping on somebody's couch. I might, be, I might not have a car. I might not have a job. But I know that my God will provide everything that I need. It may, be, it, may, it may take a little time. It may take a little while. But I know that it will come. That is trusting God, brothers and sisters. And I know when you trust him and believe in him, he will. He will pick you up. You may be going through a tough time. But it will not last forever. Amen. When God picks you up, his hand will be upon you. Results of restoration. When God restores you, your glory returns. Your dominion and authority returns. And when you have that dominion back, where you used to walk, you'll be running. Where you used to walk and people look at you, once you are restored, there is speed. You begin to run. 
And where you used to run, before you begin to fly. Where you used to fly, you begin to soar like an eagle. You begin to fly effortlessly. You will sit down. People will come to you. Hey, brother, come on, man. I got this business. Can you help us out? And you will sit in your house and you make millions of dollars. And people will say, you were the, this is the guy. What's, what's going on with that guy? What happened to him? We thought he was finished. But when God picks you up, nobody can stop you. You become unstoppable. Amen? In Daniel 4, chapter, in Daniel chapter 4, verse 30, Nebuchadnezzar was sent to live with the animals because he, he was so proud of himself. He thought he was a great guy. But God sent him to go live with the animals. But in verse 34, he said, my senses came back to him. And he praised and honored God. And his kingdom was restored. But listen, watch this. He said, when the kingdom was restored, excellent majesty. Somebody say excellent majesty. He had majesty before. But when he was restored, he said, excellent majesty was added unto me. When God restores you, if you were here, when God restores you, he takes you up right here. Excellent majesty was added to him. Once you are restored, you are like a brand new one. You are more powerful. You are more beautiful. Sisters who have been waiting for God to, to give them a husband, you will see like five men coming to you at the same, the same time. You will now be confused. Should I choose this one or should I choose that one? But because God has pruned you, strengthened you, and made you a prayer warrior, you can now go back because you are ready for that. You begin to pray. And God will say, it is that one. And you make the right choice. Amen? Once God has restored you, you become happier, you become healthier. Because restoration rejuvenates you. It rejuvenates your life. Do you know that there are people who are sick every day? Sick all the time. Every time he sees them, sister, how you doing? Oh man, I am just tired. Every time, every time you see them, how are you? I'm tired. Why are you tired? There is no sickness diagnosed. Doctors have done everything. Nothing is wrong. But she feels sick all the time. But when the hand of God touches her, she will become healthy. She'll become beautiful. If people will, where has she been? Who is this? When she steps into a place, they'll say, where is this beautiful girl coming from? But she's been around all this time. That is what the restoration of God does. Amen? And all the people who have been running away from you will want to relate to you. They will now call you. Even people who ran away, they will now remind you how you are their brothers, sisters, mothers, uncles, uh, wife, or, or sister. They want to now identify with you. In every time I, I, I minister, I, I'm a living example of the restoration of God. I remember when I arrived at the shores of America many years ago. When you go there, the man from your hometown doesn't know you. Everybody runs away from you because nobody can keep you. You are a liability. Everybody I call, they say... I'll call you right back. I'll call you right back. They never call until about many years when they found out that I was no longer a liability. Everybody calls now. Everybody calls. 
I remember somebody who, said, who told me, he said, my, my wife likes to feel free in the house. She likes to feel free. So we can't have you in our house. But after some time, he will call me, oh, when things got okay with me now, he will call me to come. Come stay in his house. Your wife doesn't feel free anymore. So when you are nothing, nobody wants to associate with you. But when God picks you up, everybody wants to be, want you to be their friend. These days I look at my phone, I look at my phone and I pick the ones I can because I get so many calls every day. But before, I used to call people. Nobody wants to pick up. The restoration of God. Job's wife told, told the husband, he said, curse your God and die. Job refused. And God restored him. When you, when you get your restoration, your blessings will be pressed down, shaking together and running over. You will have enough to give to people. Even the enemies that have been laughing at you. And they watch you. They look at you. They say all kinds of things. This morning I decree that God will shut their mouths in the name of Jesus. God will shut their mouths with your, with your restoration. God will shut your mouths with, you, with your blessings. God will shut their mouths with where he's going to take you. Because God is going to uplift you to a level that people will say yes. This man is my relative. This man is my friend. This morning I decree, everyone that has been broken, everyone that has been tied down, everyone that is carrying a yoke, everyone that has been chained down, the power of God will come and touch you this morning and break every yoke and break every bondage upon you and you will rise up again and the people will say, yes, this is a child of God. People will begin to mention how good you are. People will begin to see how beautiful you are. People will begin to see the hand of God upon you. People will begin to see what God has done in your life and people will glorify God for your sake in the name of Jesus and as I say this so shall it be I want you to claim it this morning because there will be testimonies the harvest is full I saw it God is going to do a great and mighty thing in this house amen I want you to know that is the timing this is the time this is the time. Connect to it. Connect to it. This is the time. Praise the Lord. The Bible tells me in the book of First Chronicles chapter 12 about, the, about the, the children of Issachar. They understood timing. They understood timing and season. And the Bible says that they brought all their men. All their men were brought to come and take part in that war. If you understand the timing of God, this is the time to put in everything. Put in everything. Commit to it. This is restoration time. You must key into it and benefit from it. Amen? Amen? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. All the years that the locusts had eaten. You will regain them double in the name of Jesus. Whatever your situation is, God will restore you. 
It is not you, but God. I'm talking about the supreme God, the sovereign God, the unstoppable God. When he moves, everything stops. When he stops, nothing moves. That is God. When people think you're finished and he steps into your situation, things change. The Bible tells me of the man by the pool of Bethesda. He lay there for many years and he was waiting and Christ came to him and said, what are you doing, man? He said, listen, I'm waiting for people to, I'm waiting for the angel to come and turn the waters. But I'm, because I'm paralyzed, I don't have anybody to throw me in. He'd been there all those years and Christ walked into his life. And my dear Christ said, come on, man, get up. Get up, take your stuff and go home. He didn't need to fall into the water that everybody was jumping into. He just got up and he took his things and he went home. And people said, that was the man that lay by the pool. He said, yes, somebody healed me. This morning, God is going to touch you. This morning, I said, God is going to touch you. God is going to walk into your life and change your situation. Amen. It says, for promotion coming neither from east, nor from west, nor from south. But God is the judge. He put it down one and raised it up another. That person. And this is a word for somebody. That man who is holding you down. You know, there are people in offices, in establishments, they're standing there. Everyone who wants to come up, they put their hand. You can't come up. But this morning I tell you, I don't know who you are. God is going to move that person. The person, the person is going to be out for two months. Two months. And while he is out for two months, you'll get your promotion. And when this happens, give pastor the testimony. You will get it. And when he comes back, he's going to wonder, well, what happened? What just happened? But that is the way God works. Amen? That is the word of God for somebody this morning. And it will come to pass in Jesus' name. And I know there are many people sitting here Wondering, say, I've lost everything. I have nothing. My husband is out there, very foolish. I have prayed, I've done everything. But I bring you good news this morning. Your husband will come back to you in the name of Jesus. There are so many who say, I have no job. I've been in Abuja for a long time. I've tried every single thing. This morning, God is visiting you. And he will give you something more than you even anticipated. I tell you, God says, I got your back. You know, when, when Daniel was put in the lion's den, they thought he was finished. He was dead. That was the end of him. But what happened? The Bible says that, the, 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 that God went there and shut the mouths of the lion. Can you imagine cohabiting with lions, hungry lions, but their mouths were shut and they could not eat lion. They, they could not eat Daniel. Every time I read the book of Daniel, it amazes me. There were three other boys, Jewish boys, who were tied. They were tied because they refused to serve, to bow down to the, to the God of Nebuchadnezzar. When God restores you, nobody can intimidate you because you know the God that you serve. The Bible says they were tied and they were thrown into the fire. The king Nebuchadnezzar opened his eyes and looked. He said, how many men did we put in here? I see a fort like the 
son of God. So what happened? Once they threw them in there, Christ went in there. And what did he do? He formed a vacuum around them. He formed a vacuum around them. And when they got out there, what happened? Not even the smell of fire was on their body. Their clothes were not burnt. Their hair, nothing happened to it. So there was a miracle. I don't know what situation you are in. I said, God is stepping into your life this morning. The God that delivered Shadrach and Meshach and Abednego from the fairy furnace will deliver you this morning. It does not matter where your name has been put or where everything is done. God is walking into your situation this morning. And he will deliver you in the name of Jesus. You have a chance with God. With man, you don't have a chance. I want you to say that word. I have a chance with God. I have a chance with God. I have a second chance with God. Yes, we have a chance with God. When God restores you, there is no stopping you. You cannot be stopped. You just is all forward movement. You are unstoppable. Because you carry the anointing of God, you carry the power of God. This morning, I want you to rise up on your feet. Rise up on your feet this morning. And begin to speak the word of God. Say, I am unstoppable. I am unstoppable by the power of God that is in me. I am unstoppable. Convert that to a prayer and begin to pray this morning. Say you are unstoppable. Because God has restored you. Because God has delivered you. You are unstoppable. Nobody can stop you. No power can stop you. No principalities, no powers can stop you. What God has delivered you from today is permanent. You are unstoppable. This morning, begin to pray that prayer. Say, I am unstoppable. We believe you have been blessed by this message. To download this message, please visit our podcast at The Throne Room on your handheld device or computer. For any inquiries, call 08087-000004 or visit the Life Center at number 20 Colorado Close off Dame Street, Maitama Abuja. You can also visit our website, www.rccgthroneroom.org. You are highly lifted, highly favored. Highly favored.